The thing that I really like about Prepare is it's at the beginning of the year. You know, everyone's got their New Year's resolution, so it's like um, a really good opportunity for you to kind of check your heart and um, honestly just see where you need to do like some heart and soul course correction. Uh, for me, it was just a good opportunity to kind of press into that and understand like, Lord, where do you want to take me this year? How can I grow closer to you? We just jumped in the deep end of the pool and fully embraced it. Welcome to Keystone Conversations, our podcast on the topics and issues important to the Keystone family. Our hope is to give you insight, wisdom, and resources as you press on to know and follow Jesus. I am Brent Minter, the lead pastor of Keystone, and I have some fun guests today. Uh, We have guests all over the place, um, and a lot of times it's just me and Randy, but today I am joined by two fellow elders, Eric Carlson and Kyle Thomas. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I, um, I I love having different people on, and uh, as we scheduled you guys, I was like, ah, oh, I'm so excited to have them and just have a conversation about something that has been re- become really important in the life of Keystone, and it's the word prepare. Um, you know, prepare is not something that's super old in our church. We we're actually just reminiscing before we uh, turned on the mics. This is our third year, but in some senses, it feels like a really strong piece of the rhythm of our year. And so um excited to have you guys come and talk. So before we kind of jump in, and I'm going to let you guys take off a little bit here and just talk to you guys about your experiences of experience through Prepare, because I think you have a unique lens. Uh, you guys were not elders when we started Prepare. So you have experienced it just as a church person who's like, hey, we're having this thing called Prepare. And then you've also kind of experienced it as an elder and thinking through how we lead and those sorts of things. So I think you have incredible insight and I'm excited to see your input and your stories through Prepare. But I wanna just catch you up really quickly before we talk about Prepare of like, maybe some people are listening and don't really understand what it is or why. Basically, it is a beginning of our year together, um, seeking the Lord. The scriptures are really clear. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That's actually the Sermon on the Mount. We'll preach it pretty soon. And as we kick back up our Sermon on the Mount series in January. Um, But as we start out the year, for some reason in America, um, the new year is a new thing. And so we thought, man, what an incredible opportunity to pull our people together to declare, God, we're trusting this you for this this year. And in some senses, it's kind of like camp for adults, to be honest, like a, a, a high watermark of the year to say, let's press into God. And so that's a little bit of the why of just like, man, let's just draw a circle around a few dates on the calendar and say, as a church family, we're seeking, we're coming, we're coming hard after God. We want to hear from his word. We want to prayer, pray and fast. And so that's a little bit of the, now we get into the how. January 7th through 10th, go to the website for details, uh, keystonelife.com forward slash prepare. I will give you prayer booklets to articulate your prayers, call you to fast. There's tons of resources on fasting. Let's not spend our time there today. Um, So there's all sorts of opportunities for you to engage. We've got some incredible speakers that I'm so excited about to come and speak to to our church. So that's a little bit of the why and the how, but the reality is, is that why and how lives in houses around Ankeny and in the in the area. And it it catches up with souls in the midst of highs and lows. Um, you know, that prayer and fasting is in people who are like, this is old hat. And people are like, I don't know that I even know how to pray, let alone fast. And so 
this event really meets people in a lot of different ways. And so today, guys, I'm excited to just kind of hear from you guys how you've approached a pre- prepare, what God's done through it. And so I want to just start off, and you guys can just kind of uh, shuffle around as you would like. But kind of the idea that I have uh, kicking off is, is what did you think about prepare when you started? Because we got a lot of new people at Keystone. And uh, you guys had just saw an announcement on Sunday morning and were invited into it as well before you were elders. And so I'm just curious from your perspective, what did you think? What was your your kind of thoughts as you kind of heard about Prepare and started it uh, for the first time? Yeah, it's uh, honestly, I think we were in that like confused camp. Mm. You know, like I, I grew up in the church. I had conference retreat, you know, uh, camp experience before. Um, this didn't, it didn't directly match up with those experiences yeah. that I it thought. Um, it felt, and but it also didn't seem like like a tent revival. But I'd never been to one before, you know. So like, I, I, I didn't, think, yeah. I didn't exactly know what to what to what think. think. Yeah, and so really, it was just like, okay, so I, I guess I understand the outline. Like, we're gonna come together for some nights of worship and to hear a speaker and just kind of see what happens, I guess. Like yeah. that's that was my kind of first experience talking with Jill about it too. Uh, that was hers as well. It was like a little bit of confusion, but let's not let that kind of prevent us from engaging yeah. is really what it was. And honestly, Kyle, you're in that demographic of a lot of people in our church. When you say we're going to engage um, three nights, you know, Sunday morning is, let's just call Sunday morning a gimme because most you should be coming to church, right? Or So that's a gimme. But then three nights, you got four kids. Your wife has a practice, a counseling practice. You have a demanding job. So that's not even a small thing. Yeah, no, there was, we had to be intentional about, you know, doing that. And then, you know, we had connection group on one of those nights. And so figuring out how do we, how do we navigate that as well? And so, um, yeah, I, that was kind of our experience to kick things off. The excitement, be like, okay, let's see where this goes. Yeah. What about sure. you, Eric? From your perspective, you're you're a worship guy, um, so I'm curious from your perspective what that felt like as you kind of stepped in and heard about prepare for the first time. Yeah, I think for us, uh, we tend to have a ready, fire, aim type of attitude, and so you know, just it. jump in the deep end of the pool. And um, I'm always up for a spiritual challenge, and so. Um, you know, I've, I've fasted before, but it's not something I do regularly. And so just, uh, entertaining that idea really excited me of like, what's that going to look like for me? Um, am I going to, you know, do all three, four nights and, um, what am I going to fast from? Is it food? Is it technology? Is it something else that's distracting me and, um, creating a wedge in my relationship with Jesus? And so, um, so I think that was important, and um, you know I had a little bit of inside baseball knowledge with obviously Aaron working here at Keystone, yeah. but um, you know we were doing it together, but we also just had like individual spiritual goals. And so the thing that I really like about uh, Prepare is it's at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know everyone's got their New Year's resolution, so it's like um, a really good opportunity for you to kind of check your heart and. Um, honestly, just see where you need to do like some heart and soul course correction. And mm. like a lot of people are setting goals for the year. And so 
uh, for me, it was just a good opportunity to kind of press into that and understand, like, Lord, where do you want to take me this year? How can I grow closer to you? Um, and so, yeah, I, we just jumped in the deep end of the pool and fully embraced it. And um, we encouraged our connection group to um, join in, but again, we we kept it more at like, hey, this is a personal thing between yeah. you and the Lord. So we want to encourage you guys to come. And I think that night we all tried to sit together. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, it was all individual spiritual journeys. Yeah. There. One of the things we say with with fasting and one of our fasting resources is 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 we put a challenge of fasting with prepare. It's an invitation, not a law. And so I think that's a that's an actual really helpful thing about preparing generals. Like it's an invitation. Like you can drink as deep as you want, you know. Um, this is kind of a unique thing because I um, prepare has always been like even before I got to Keystone, it's always been this desire. And one of the reasons I'd seen multiple churches do similar things on uh, to kick off the year, and I actually remember. Uh, we wanted to do it a couple of years earlier at Keystone, but because of unfinished, some other moves of having to go to Forcer, there was a lot of interference. But I remember, I think it was in like 2016, one of the churches that I'd seen do something similar to this, Carrie and I would actually live stream it from Iowa to go back. It was a church back in Texas. And and I remember us just like, um, just so, like there's something hungering about the beginning of a year. You know, I don't know what it is, but um, I remember us, you know, worshiping in the living room on a, like watching a little, you know, laptop screen. And and I think that was probably the beginning of like my, and I, we didn't know what, how it was going to go when we launched it. We're like, our church has never done this. We've said fasting and 90% of the people have no clue what we're talking about. But that was kind of my first of like, man, I know how filled I am because I jumped in with something similar to this. And so that that's kind of, then we got to do it, which was incredible. And that's where I want to transition the conversation because that's like kind of you what you were thinking as you popped in. But, you know, this, we've gone through two years now um, and starting our third. I'm just curious from your perspective, as you look back over those times, maybe it's a worship moment, maybe it's a, a sermon, maybe it's has nothing to do with what we happened when we gathered, but it was prayers you wrote uh, when you um, when we walked away. So I'm just curious, what is something that you've seen? You know, you made the investment, you've stepped in and ready, uh, aim fired, and got in and got involved. What what has been some of the fruit that you've seen God work through? Uh, what we start there and kind of continues through the year. Man. Uh... Yeah, this is this is this is a humbling one because uh, for pre- prepare last year was being revealed my selfishness and uh, like a level of conviction that um, that I needed I needed in my life. Yeah, um, the first year that I did it, it was it was just. Uh, it was a great kind of spiritual watermark, you know, for me, and it was motivating. It was um, spurring me on, like it had some really like uh, positive momentum. And we did that in connection group, and it was really, really great. And then I was excited for a year two, and then I just got smacked with like my insufficiency. Wow. I got smacked with. 
my selfishness. Yeah. And then like one of one of the defining uh uh kind of moments was Jill and I had a like blow up fight that week. Wow. And it's like I don't know if it was the hunger, very yeah. well could have been, you know. Fair. I, I don't I know think if it was like very true. So we, we gotta be gracious, but like we that was something that God used that week to reveal in me and then in my marriage and in us. Yeah. Uh just a work that he wanted to do, like what he needed to wow. do. And so, and you take, you know, you take somebody who's maybe more of like a comfort personality mm. and it's like you take away their food, you know, and you have them, you know, stay up later, you know, and you yeah. like, you still have all, all of the kids and the responsibilities and then you just kind of pile it on and wow. you're kind of stripped to what's left. And, yep. and so that was like, Honestly, that was good, uh, but I don't want to like send the signal out that like you know prepare prepare is just going to break you. Like that's yeah. not <laughs> maybe it will, but that was a good thing, you know. Yeah, I for, actually it's it's actually a part of the thing. Like one of the reasons we fast is it helps us expose our true weakness and our dependence on God. That's that's really powerful. I love it because it's like. God met me, spiritual watermark, but then also he revealed sin that I had to deal with, which is you can't get holiness without confessing sin, it turns out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and frankly, to I mean, prepare was is a really like community rich event for us. Um, we do it in our connection group, we do it as a married couple, as a family. Yeah. We even invite our kids into it, you know. Yeah. And so it's like uh so and I, I was processing all of that, you know, with all of those people. You know, there was beautiful apologies to my kids, beautiful apologies to my wife, mm. and then being able to process that with the guys on my connection group. And at that point, I was on, you know, the elder team, so I was able to talk with the elders yeah. about it. And so it's like, I remember because you actually used in every moment holy, yeah, prayer. We did to uh, to reconcile that, to reconcile yeah. with Jill. I remember yeah. that story. That's awesome. I feel like you just like looked over my notes because it's <laughs> exactly kind of the same narrative for us. You know, like wow. year one uh, for me, same thing. Like I found myself in a season of like being super stressed out and anxious about like my the season of work that I was in, mm. and um, and it was hard for me to leave that at the door. So I brought that in on night one, and you're like naturally irritable and agitated just from being hungry. Yeah. And we, we were talking about this last night too. And I was like, I think we got into a fight. And my wife's like, You're not going to share that on the podcast, are you? And I'm like, Here we no, I'll are. let Kyle do it. I'll wait, I'll wait yeah. for Kyle to lead and then I'll follow him. Uh, but yeah, and, I, and I, I, I said the same thing. Like, I felt like stripped down emotionally, physically, spiritually. Like, I just mm. felt like exposed, but in a really, really good way. And um, it was a turning point for me, and it's really interesting to just sit in the seat um, this morning and look over your shoulder and see this buffalo. Because my life has been a pattern of like fleeing um, as opposed to fighting, and I just remember, you know, your message that super sticky about how like buffaloes run to the storm and they they run through it to try and reduce the amount of time, frustration, pain yeah. that they're going to experience. And for me, it was like the Lord was just saying, "Hey, man, I want you to run to this storm and embrace it. Um, you know, life's going to always throw you storms, and you're not going to be able to outrun them." Mm. 
And so, yeah, it was, um, it was a turning point for me because I knew that my idols were comfort and control as well. And God just exposed that, um, you know, that week to me as well. And so it was, it was a time for me to um, just really like release myself to the Lord and say like, you have to become greater, I have to become less. Mm-hmm. And so it was, yeah, it's funny to have a similar narrative. Um, well, well, great job, guys. Hey, everybody come to prepare. Your weakness and sin will be exposed and you'll fight with your spouse. Okay, okay, okay. But I, wouldn't, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this and I was thinking about it in light of our Sermon on the Mount series. And so yes. Matthew 5, verse 3, Matt spoke on this, I believe. Or was yeah. it you? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it verse goes, blessed are the poor in spirit for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Yeah. And the blessing of being taken to this place where you truly are poor in spirit. And it's like, and the reality is, is I live my life not in poverty of spirit. I live yeah. my life with the uh, stability and with uh, sufficiency yeah. in myself, with you know, uh, quite a lot of wealth just yeah. in me. Yeah. And to be taken to this place where I can experience God's kingdom and do it through uh, mm. poor in spirit. It's like, that's, that's, that is a good thing according to the words of Jesus. Yeah. I, I actually read this this morning. Um, and I think that this isn't about preparing now and I'm just a preacher and preaching. It's just like, we want everything to go up and to the right, really great. Everything's perfect. Everything's comfortable, all of those things. And it turns out the kingdom works like this. It works by, and not only that, but we also boast in our afflictions. But we know the affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. We want hope. We want joy. We want the endurance and maturity. James almost replicates this mm-hmm. Romans 5 passage. But we don't want to go through the affliction. So I think it actually is a moment of, you know, let's just draw, let's draw a circle around three days and press in and see where yeah. those moments are. I I can think also some positive things because I'm not always negative, guys. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh I like this is simple, but Karen I died laughing last year. Chris Haruska, a great friend, uh preached and he actually exposed a little bit of just like he was talking about his laziness. I don't know if y'all remember that. And we were driving, and one of the most unfortunate things about Prepare for Me is I get to host the speakers, which they're some of my great friends. It's awesome. But I have to take them to dinner after Prepare. And so they're eating in front of me, and I'm suffering. So (laughs) we're on our way to take dinner, uh, Chris and Kristen, to uh, dinner. And Carrie's like, Brent, man, I don't know. I'm feeling convicted because I talk, listen to Chris the show choir needs some help with some people to go on this trip next weekend. I don't want to do it. I'm exhausted because of prepare and you leave at four in the morning and you get home at two in the morning and that ain't my jam, but I don't want to do it, but maybe I need to consider it. And I was like, babe, if you know, if you need to respond to God, do it. She said, I'll check in tomorrow morning and if they still need help, I'll do it. She got a text message within 20 minutes, like, we still need help. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> dang it, dang it. <laughs> be- because one of her prepare prayers was to be more engaged at the school system yeah. with my kids. Yeah. And so it's just amazing. Like, there's some small things like that that are beautiful that um, I, I could go on and on and on about different prayers of mine that have mm-hmm. been answered, that have been written during prepare. Uh, but I think. There's some really beautiful moments when we just say, 
God, we're seeking you. I, mm-hmm. uh, Jeremiah 29, 13 is such a powerful verse in my life because it has a really profound story that I don't have time to get into. It says this, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm-hmm. And I feel like prepare gives us that opportunity and space and with fasting to seek him with all of our heart. Oh, good. Are you going to add some of that, Eric? Yeah, I, I think the other thing on the flip side of it, you know, um, the, the positive that I really took away from it is it's like true representation of Acts 2. Like mm. for me, you go to Acts 2.42, it talks about they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe. Many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. They were all together. They held things all in common. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple, broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those that were being saved. Like just so powerful for this church body to come together and worship Mm. King Jesus. And you get to see that. And like I just found myself like, and I could do this, except for the fasting part. I could do this every day. You know, yeah. like I would love to come up here, worship with my brothers and sisters in Christ, listen to some awesome teaching, and just be in community. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It really is. Well, <clears throat> you know, as we as we wrap up, I, I kind of want to hear from you guys. Um, what would be your encouragement for people as they step into prepare? And um, let's just assume that they're convinced they're going to come, okay? So you don't need to convince them to come, but Kyle, um, you are you and Eric represent different demographics in our church. You have four little kids. was just at your house for lunch on Sunday. So kids running all over the place, still needing help to not spill their drinks, um, that season of life. Um, and Eric, you're um, empty nesting, okay? So we have different perspectives in here. We have the same type of spiritual needs. But as you guys approach, some of the things that you found helpful, what would be your encouragement for people as they're stepping in uh, to prepare? What would you encourage them to do as they're uh, preparing for prepare, as it were? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, my word for us and for our church is just engage. And so uh, there's this idea out there that's kind of on... Uh, on our hearts going into this year of just taking that next right step. And that would be my suggestion. That would be my encouragement for our church body. And so for some of us, you know, that's like, I have never ever fasted before. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the year. Yeah, It's like, and for some of us, it's, uh, I've done the social media fast or the screen fast or the thing like that, but I've never done something with food it's like, all right, there's your yeah. step. It's like, let's go do that. Yeah. Um, what what does it mean to be intentionally engaged? And then, I mean, we all know that you know it's one thing to just show up, and it's another thing to actually be present, mm. to be intentional, to be engaged. Yeah. And so, it, I don't think it's too hard for us to answer that question. I mean, that, and similar. I mean, to pile on to that would be, you know, if you're in a connection group. Well, if you're not, get into a connection group. But if you are, it's like there's life in going through yeah. this prepare season together. 100%. And, and not just going through it together, then processing it together yeah. and being one anothering each other through that process. Um, and so, 
you know, there's just different levels, different ways to engage and just be intentional with it. It's a great word because I think it applies in so many different areas. Engage for some might mean show up, might mean pray. It might mean don't just come to the worship and think and and speakers, but write down your prayers and look back at it weekly. Like there's all sorts of levels that we can engage, but I think that's a solid word. What about you, Eric? I'd say pray, 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 um, and just really be open to what the Lord is trying to speak to you that week. Um, and I, I would agree with what Kyle's saying. Like, take that next best step spiritually. So, you know, if you can't go the whole time, come come one night, you know, or yeah. come a couple nights. But it'll it'll be well worth your time for sure to come. But I would, you know, have a posture of prayer and just ask the Lord, like, what do you want me to fast from? You know, you can start from that. And, you know, what are the things of my heart, Lord, that you want to expose that I need to work on? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and everyone's got their storms that they're going through. So, you know, for us, it's letting go of children that are, you know, leaving the house and getting jobs and graduating from college and going to college. And so what's that look like for us? Or it's, you know, uh, loved ones that are battling cancer. Um, and oh. so it's, an opportunity for us to kind of write down those those prayer requests, as you said. There's great resources to be able to kind of journal that, yep. and um, you know, look back on it years from now to see like how did God meet you in this time and answer those prayers and walk through this season of life with you when you're going through storms or even if the sun's shining. Um, it's it's well worth your time for sure. Yeah, um, man. Gentlemen, it's really good to hang out with you. It actually stirs my heart. I'm kind of eager um, to come in to prepare. I actually have less responsibility with this prepare because I'm not preaching on Sunday morning because we have Vance coming. He's in town, and we're able to somehow convince him to come preach. And I think for me, um, there's something really powerful about anticipation. Um, I know that my wife and I, we try to get away um, once a year and with just to, just the two of us. And it doesn't matter if it's big or small. That's always like it builds anticipation for us. We're like, what are we gonna do? Like, where do we want to eat? Like all the things. Like, there's just anticipation. Like, we just got back from a family vacation, and there was, we had planned it for nine months because mm-hmm. I'm about to start the empty nesting phase with yeah. sending out a kid, and so it's kind of a final hoorah as a family. And there was an anticipation going, and I just, in my heart, as we're pre- coming to prepare, holy anticipation. God, I don't have an outcome but I have a posture of I am eager to see you mm-hmm. and um, he knows way better what to, he knows way better what I need than I do he knows way better um, the things I need to open my heart to to pray about the things I need to hear the the conviction I need like he needs he knows all that sort of stuff so I'm just hope, hopefully cultivating a holy anticipation God I'm I don't know what you're gonna do but I'm here. I'm here for it. Amen. Amen. Well, gentlemen, thanks for uh, um, talking with us about Prepare. Um, It's going to be incredible. So if you need some information about Prepare, uh, keystonelife.com forward slash prepare should give you all all the things you need. Also, just show up on uh, January 7th. We'll have a book for you. We'll we'll take care of you. We'll let you know everything you need to know. Um, It should be an incredible uh, high watermark for our church, and we don't want you to miss it. So thanks for listening today. If uh, Thanks so much for being a part of our conversation today. If you'd like to know more about Keystone in general, hear sermons, or listen to more conversations, please visit keystonelife.com. Until next time, keep the conversation going.